Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors. Got questions concerning elder or state law? Attorney Mike Connors has the answer. He was recognized in 2012 as one of New York's top lawyers by New York Magazine and brings over 30 years' experience to the table. His office number is 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Here's Mike Connors. We are gathered here on hallowed ground. Welcome to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors. This show is is divided in two parts ordinarily, if you haven't heard the show before. The first part of the show, we talk about estate planning and elder law. The idea behind estate planning is to pass assets from one generation to the next, paying the least amount in taxes we need to pay legally, avoiding going to court, avoiding probate, and as far as elder law is concerned, trying to save assets from nursing home bills. The second part of the show, we talk about politics, history, religion, and tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about religion with the legendary Phil Robertson who is from Louisiana, and he's living not too far by from where Beth grew up. Vivian, for crying out loud. I I was in Grayson, Louisiana, and it's I think Grayson's bigger than Vivian, which is amazing. Okay. Now, Phil Robertson is the head of the Duck Dynasty, you know, Hooray! so he's got a few opinions on the way the world is <laughs> heading right now, which we're all heading to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> he's that, got a book. He's got a book, and we'll talk about his book. Now, again, I'm accompanied by my wife, Beth. Hey, everybody. And by Adriana Lima, one of the attorneys in our office. Hello. Okay, so Adriana, first, do you have a question, either a common question asked by some of the clients? Sure. So I have one right here, and it says, can a person have more than one executor and still have a different co-executor? Yeah, I'm not sure if I understand the question, but listen, as executor, you can have, let's say you have three children, you can have one child as executor, you can have two as co-executors with the third as an alternate, or you could have all three children as co-executors. There's not a right answer to that. You know, and a lot of times some people say committee gets nothing done. I'm going to have the oldest child as executor, or I'm going to have my my daughter who's an accountant, CPA as executor. Or sometimes somebody says, I want all three of my children involved and I'll put all three as executors. So that, you know, some people say a committee gets nothing done. Other people say, I want all of my children involved. And occasionally somebody may say, well, I've got three kids and one just doesn't have good judgment at all, so I'm going to use the other two as co-executors. So it's a question that's up to you. And that's one of the things that we do want to talk about. Who's the right person to be executor under your will? And a lot of times people come up to me and say, you know, should I have an independent party as as an executor trustee? My answer 99% of the time is no. If you have a responsible child, you have a combination of children, let them become executors. They don't quite 
work it out between themselves, among themselves. Well, that's not their fault, not yours. But, it, 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 you know, to pay an independent person because an executive gets a fee. Now, if it's your children, they may not charge a fee. But if it's an independent person like a lawyer, they have to charge a fee and it's going to be more expensive than it would otherwise. So ordinarily, you want family members to be your executor. Sometimes an attorney has to be executor because you're leaving everything to charity. You're leaving it to people overseas who don't have social security numbers and whatever, and the money has to be wired and somehow... The, the money has to get there, and a non-citizen cannot ordinarily easily act as a trustee or as executor. So, Adriana, what's the other question you were talking about? So, the other question is, there were three siblings who inherited a property here in New York from their parents. They each had promised the parents that they would never sell the property. It would go down the bloodline forever. Um, two of those siblings live out of state. One lives in the property. And now the out-of-state siblings want to sell the property. The person, the sibling who lives in in the property, she just wants to know what she can do because she doesn't want to sell. That's the family home. She had planned to leave it to her kids, her share to her kids. Is there anything she can do? Well, the first thing she can do is probably do nothing. I assume this agreement was not in writing. Right. And that's one of the reasons sometimes you do a trust agreement if, let's say, that's what you want. In the trust agreement, say the property cannot be sold. And this is an example, unless all three of my children consent to the sale or two out of three, or you might say that one out of three. And you might say, why would you want to do one out of three? Because let's say one child has some bills sending their kids through college. They need the money from the, the sale of the house that make ends meet. They can have the right to sell the property. So, you know, that's, again, one of the things we talk about. There's no one right answer. But if it isn't in writing... The one person doesn't necessarily have to sell, but the other two members could bring what we call a partition proceeding and force a sale in court, and that can get ugly. There are a lot of strategies you can use. There's stalling tactics, there's playing chicken, so forth and so on, but one of the owners could demand a sale unless there is something in writing that says they can't. That's why you do a trust agreement. You put it in writing. You know, a lot of people say, I don't need a trust agreement. I don't need a trust agreement. I don't have anything complicated, but something like this, if it's not in writing, there could be a problem. And if it is in writing, well, the writing is usually a trust agreement. You can't sell the property for 21 years after I'm gone unless all three of my children agree or whatever. You can never put in the point that the property can never be sold because things could change. The neighborhood could change. We could have a fire and you could have a sandy situation. You just want to get rid of the house. So there has to be a a way that you can sell the property. But at the same time, you can parameters on the sale. And if if you want to give your, your children guidelines on where you want to go, that's where a trust agreement comes into play. Now, each week, Kevin McCullough takes in our clients' questions and plays it on his show, which goes from Monday through Friday at 5 o'clock on 970 The Answer. Occasionally it's on 4 o'clock with the Katzmatiti show taking over at 5. And then on 570 The Mission, Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock. So let's turn it over to Kevin McCullough and hear the question of the week. Kevin McCullough here, and every week we promise you a question will get answered by Mr. Connors from Connors & Sullivan. It's not always questions that he finds necessarily most practical, like sometimes, Mike, people want to know, like B did, what steps should I take even before creating an estate plan for my pet? Mike Connors, are you telling me people leave estate plans for their pets? Yeah, what happens all the time. Remember uh, Leona Helmsley, she left uh, $10 million to her dog. So how does that then play out legally? Okay, well... It certainly can be done. Of course, you can't leave the money directly to a dog. That's how newspapers incorrectly refer to it. You have to set up a trust with somebody to take care of the dog or the pet or cat or whatever. Sometimes people call it animal companions. 
So you need a person, you know, over the age of 18, not convicted of a crime, to act as the trustee for the pet. And then we can leave money to that trustee to take care of the pet. And of course, one of the things we have to talk about, after the pet dies, where does the money go? Because obviously most animals do not have a long life expectancy. Sure. Well, it uh, it does seem rather odd for people to leave their estate to their pets, but I'm not one to judge if that's who they want to have it. Uh, but I'm just guessing that sometimes if people don't have a criminal record before becoming a trustee for a pet, they might after. Because I know it would be well, tempting to take the $10 million and, <laughs> and the other way with it. Well, that's the point. Usually that, that goes to some kind of charity. Yeah. And money goes to charity in the end, you know, like wherever ASPCA, Bida We, North Shore Animal League, things like that. So that's usually where the money gets. Although the trustee does get paid a fee, but in many cases, the longer the pet is alive, the more the trustee gets in commissions. Gotcha. Well, friends, if you've got a question about this or anything else related to your estate, uh, you're always welcome to call Connors and Sullivan, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And send your questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. And then don't forget to be listening Saturday morning at 8 on AM 570, The Mission, and Sunday mornings at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, thanks so much. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again to Kevin McCullough. Don't forget to listen to Kevin McCullough Show Monday through Friday. Adriana. You know, where are you an attorney, first of all? People out there don't know that. Some people I ask am for your, an attorney. You look young, so some people sometimes ask for your credentials. They're, they're good genes. Uh-huh. I am an attorney. I attended CUNY School of Law. And at the time, it was over in Flushing. It has since moved to Long Island City, which would have been nice while I was studying because it would have cut my commute in half. Well, it's too late. <laughs> Where, where did you grow up? Where do you live now? I'm in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. I've been there pretty much my whole life. I was born in Mexico, but I've been in Sunset since I was a little younger than two. Yay, Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do with Connors and Sullivan? I handle estate planning. So I meet with clients. I try to answer their questions, ease them into the documents that we recommend, a lot of times, you know, clients come in, they're nervous, they're, nobody likes to think about their own mortality. I like to make them feel as comfortable as possible. I explain what it is that we do, the different documents and services that we offer. And um, I really like what I do because I like interacting with the clients. I like knowing that what I do helps them preserve their assets, helps them set a plan so... If something does happen, the family is, you know, they have a plan that they can go to. Now, let's say somebody calls for an appointment. Do we charge them for the initial consultation? Absolutely not. Okay. Well. (laughs) It is a free consultation. (laughs) Okay. And why is that? Because it's important to have this information. It's important to have it. And we, the initial consultation is free. We listen to every client. Every circumstance is different. So we listen to each family. Uh, We make a plan tailored to each family. And then at the end of the consultation, we let them know what the fees are. If they're comfortable scheduling, we schedule them usually two weeks out. We have the documents done. If they need time to go home, talk it over with the rest of their family, talk it over um, between themselves and then decide, you know, it's no pressure. Yeah, and I think you brought up a good point, which a lot of people don't realize when they first come in. If you know what you want to do in your documents, it doesn't take a month 
to get everything done. Now, yeah, occasionally a lot of times the problem is scheduling. Let's say we do a trust agreement. We want your kids to sign and you got one kid in Massachusetts and one kid in Texas and one kid, you know, in Queens or something. Well, before we get all the documents mailed to the different places and back, that might take a little time. But the draft can be ready in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, we no matter what your family situation is, like when you're talking about the, the three kids, whether the house is going to be sold or not, we've done it before. We can get the documents out in a, in a pretty quickly. And within a month, everything can be done. The, the only thing is, tell us what you want to do. Right. All right. We're going to need to take a short break. I think we ran over a little bit. You're listening to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors, accompanied by my wife, Beth. Yep. And our attorney, Adriana Lima. For our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors and Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills, and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors and Sullivan's free seminars. On Tuesday, April 9th at the Greenhouse Cafe, 7717 Third Avenue in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. at Buckley's 2926 Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn on Wednesday. April 10th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. and at the Montauk Club, 25 8th Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn on Thursday, April 11th at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Just call Connors & Sullivan at 718 718- 718-238-6500. That's Connors and Sullivan. 718-238-6500. Or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Find out what you're entitled to. Come to a Connors and Sullivan free seminar. For more information, call 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Connors and Sullivan. Plan now for later. I think I just found myself believing that I didn't need God. I just had everything under control, and church was actually a a burden to me. I might have gone to church, you know, at Christmas time, gradually quit going. No, I didn't take my faith seriously, which which probably means I, I never really got it to begin with. You can have a beautiful car, a big fancy home, but if you don't have Christ in your life, there's an emptiness that's there. We are enslaved to power or to greed or to wealth or to lust, especially as a man. But there's a true freedom to not be enslaved, but to attach ourselves to God and to be free. Thank God I'm home. Now that I'm back in the Catholic Church, I'm a new person. I love it. There's peace in our home that we didn't have before. You're coming home to a Catholic family where people today just embrace you. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Do you have somewhere to sleep? Did you eat today? Are you making ends meet? For thousands of New Yorkers, the answer is no. For children and youth, adults, seniors, people struggling with addiction or mental illness, and for the isolated, Catholic Charities of Brooklyn and Queens is there. With 160 programs and more than 4,500 units of affordable housing, Catholic Charities is one of the largest multi-service charitable organizations in the nation. We help change lives and build communities. If you or someone you know needs assistance, call 718-722-6001 or visit CCB. Welcome back to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors. Welcome back to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors, still accompanied by my wife. I'm here. I'm here. Now, our next guest, you know, a little bit unusual, (laughs) Trixie. 
Right. From the honeymooners. Now, does does anybody out there remember the honeymooners? Well, I think everybody knows the honeymooners because it's on TV every day. <laughs> I, I think there is. I, you know, I don't know, but I know Channel Eleven in New York plays it. It's like know, the Rifleman. <laughs> Rifleman's a little bit. You know, they don't play the honeymooners twenty times a week like they do the Rifleman, <laughs> but that's besides the point. But Trixie from the Honeymooners, Joyce Randolph is going to be coming up next. And she's, I think, 94 years of age now. She's an, I liked her from the Honeymooners because she was the one that was always nice. It didn't matter what happened. She was the always nice person. Right. And still alive, still kicking at 94 and a member of the Lambs Club. Right, right. And the Lambs Club meets at 3 West 51st Street. I've I've got to join. I promised her I, when we spoke, when you I, I said I would join, so I'll, I shall. And But that means you're going to have to go with me on Friday nights and for the shows. You can't, you can't, can't bug out on me. I don't want to go all by myself. Hear no. some of the, hear some people singing. Come on. All right. All right. All right. Now, a lot of you have asked, when are we going to do seminars again? And I know people are asking me almost every day of the week. We're going to start up again, beginning of April. So we'll have the dates up in, in a couple of weeks. And we're going to start our seminars in April in Brooklyn. Then in May, we're going to go to Queens, so forth, down the line, you know. So, and, and the point of the seminars is just to give you some information so you can start making your decisions, figuring out what you want to do, because there's, there's no one right answer for everybody. You know, as we talked about earlier in the show, you know, you got three children. Do you make one executive? Do you make two out of three executives to make all three as executives? There's no right answer to that. We just have to talk it over. And of course, sometimes they're a lot tougher decisions to make. You got three kids. Maybe one kid has some problems, maybe drugs, alcohol, something like that. Maybe we want to protect that child from himself. Maybe we want to set up a trust so that child can't blow all the money, you know, in, in one lump sum. Supplemental needs trust or special needs trust. So those are some of the options we talk about. And and a lot of times if somebody asks me to seminar in a trust, can you do this? Can you do that? The answer is almost always yes. A trust is a very flexible document. You can do pretty much whatever you want it to do. And again, when, when people ask me questions at the seminar, can I do this in a trust? Can I do that in a trust? The answer is yes. So if, if you want to learn about estate planning, stay tuned. We're going to announce the dates and times for our seminars in the near future. But if you want to come into an office, you know, come to our office and talk it over, give us a call at 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. Now, after, after we talk to Trixie Joyce Randolph, you know, of, of the honeymoon is fame, we're going to talk to somebody from Louisiana and Phil Robertson. Beth, where where's Phil Robertson from? Vivian. Vivian. And that is not too far from Grayson. So Grayson was where my grandparents lived, and I stayed with them every summer. And it was the most wonderful, wonderful time of my life. There was a every every night we got we would go after dinner. We would go sit on the front porch and my great grandmother was still alive. And we would sit there, my grandparents and my aunt, and we would shuck the corn at my job. I'm about four years old. My job was to get all the little silky things off the corn so that nobody would choke on a silky thing. And then we would snap the beans and get the peas out, the the black-eyed peas. Oh, my gosh. Good days. And they would tell stories. They would tell stories about family, and sometimes they'd tell spooky stories. And it was wonderful, just wonderful. Now, don't confuse Phil Robertson with Willie Robertson, who was on the show a couple of months ago. Willie Robertson wrote the book about American Entrepreneurs. 
Phil Robertson, his book is more religiously oriented. And of course, when, when he gets on the show, we'll start talking to about him. But but Willie Robinson said he goes hunting near Grace in Columbia, Louisiana. That's so right. I don't know where he does, but... Well, I, we uh, we have 40 acres that's been in my family for 100 and something years, 150 years. But it's only 40 acres. The Robertsons, you know... They're, no, he said that's too small for him. Too to small. Small, small. But, but we grow pine trees. Now, Phil Robertson said he gave up his, he was drafted, I think, by the Washington Redskins, but he didn't want to play professional football because that would get in the way with his, uh, with his hunting. So he had it for, his priorities were somewhat strange and back who, then. And who was behind, who had to play behind him? Well, you'd beat out Terry Bradshaw at one point as, as college quarterback for Louisiana Tech. I mean, Phil Robertson was good. I mean, top notch. But, you know, I think... When you hear that he has always had his priorities, he wanted family, he wanted to stay with his folks, and he knew what he liked in life. And, you know, the big city just didn't didn't seem like it was going to pull him away from his home. Now, talking about football, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have on Pete Lamons, the tight end for the Super Bowl Jets. And I didn't realize this until I started talking to him. There were 11 guys from Texas on the 1968 Super Bowl Jet team. Now, is that why they won? Well, that's what he said. If you got more guys from Texas, they'd win more games. But he was from the University of Texas, and he played Joe Namath in the Orange Bowl. You know, Joe Namath, I think, last game from Alabama. And he had a great game in that. And and I remember him, and he had a great game in the 68 playoff game where they beat the Oakland Raiders to go to the Super Bowl. You know, he, he caught a touchdown pass, and he, he was a good tight end. Didn't have the longest career in, in the NFL, but he was a good tight end. And Joe Namath liked to throw to him, and, you know, he had his shot at immortality there. And you were there. You were seeing him in person. Again, up in Shea Stadium, the upper deck, one of the coldest places on the face <laughs> of the earth, was Shea Stadium in December in the upper deck. That was... Oh, Arctic temperatures back then. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break. Then we're going to hear from Trixie. After Trixie, we're going to go right into Phil Robertson. If you're a homeowner age 62 or older and are finding it hard to pay off debt, or how about enjoying your retirement years with less stress, a government-insured reverse mortgage may be the answer or might be the perfect solution for you and your family. Hi, this is Frank Melia, a certified mortgage planner. I've been a mortgage specialist for over 20 years, and I've helped countless homeowners all over the tri-state area tap into a little or a lot of their home equity so they can use it right now. This past October, the federal government made changes to the reverse mortgage loan program. Give me a call now so our office can show you how these changes affect how much money you receive and how the annual mortgage insurance costs have decreased. My job is to help you find the best solutions for your retirement goals. I do this by educating homeowners with straightforward information and answers. It's free to call and speak with me, Frank Melia, to determine if this FHA program might be able to help you and your loved ones now. Call and speak with me right now. I'll answer your questions and help you decide if a reverse mortgage is right for you and your family. Make the call now, 888-943-2646, or try me on the internet at www.quanticbank.com backslash Melia. Once again, call 888-943-2646 and you could be on your way to a stress-free retirement. Frank Melia, NMLS number 62591. All loans provided by Quantic Bank. NMLS number 403503. How can I protect my family if something happens to me? What if I need to go to a nursing home? What will happen to our savings, our home? What's the best way to give my home to my kids? Who will help us take care of Grandpa? 
These and many other questions can be answered with a phone call to Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, one of New York Magazine's top lawyers, has over 30 years of estate planning and elder law experience. Mike and his team of professionals will help you protect your assets from probate, taxes, and nursing home costs so you can have peace of mind knowing you and your family will be taken care of and protected. I'm Mike Connors, founder of Connors & Sullivan. People don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. The time to plan is now. I'm Beth Connors. Call today for a free initial consultation with one of our experienced lawyers. Connors and Sullivan in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500 or connorsandsullivan.com. to the Connors Corner segment of Ask the Lawyer. With me right now is, is one of the true legends of, of early television, Joyce Randolph. And the reason, I mean, even the younger people in this office watch old honeymoon episodes on TV. And Joyce Randolph was Trixie. Welcome to the show, Trixie. Thank you. It's nice to be here. How did you get lined up with the, the honeymooners with Jackie Gleason and so forth? Oh, well, I'd been an actress for quite a while. I started on the stage. And then you sort of segue into television because it was very up and coming. And um, I did a number of television shows and uh, with um, Colgate Comedy Hour, and they had rotating comics like um, Milton Berle and, and Danny Thomas and, and uh, Fred Allen, and uh, there was one other. And I, I, was, I was on all of their shows doing you know, little bits and pieces and things. And uh, then one day the casting guy from the, the Honeymooners called me. Well, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Honeymooners yet. I mean, he, he called me to do a, a Clorets commercial. So I did this <clears throat> Clorets commercial. And uh, then I guess I was on his mind because I had just done that. And he said, um, um, have you... Um, it's also long ago. I start forgetting what happened. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Um, he said, "Have you uh, you you watched the thing that we started to do uh, on, on the Jackie Gleason show called The Honeymooners?" And I said, "No, uh, Diane and I, my roommate, we don't even have a television set. <laughs> we were poor." <laughs> and he said, "Well, you know, it's about this big blustering guy. He's a bus driver. His wife." Uh, it's called Alice, and, and she's played by, in those days, by Pert Kelton. And he said that his best buddy is a sewer worker named Ed Norton, and they've written in a wife for Ed called Trixie. And uh, uh, I thought of a view you could, you know, can you come in and, uh, you know, do, do it once? And, you know, that that's the audition, just doing it once. <laughs> we were only on Channel 5, which was an independent, small channel then. And I, you know, came in and with very little rehearsal, because that's the way Mr. Gleason worked, very little rehearsal. He didn't believe in a lot of rehearsal. And uh, it, the show went off okay. And, and uh, so then a few weeks later, Joe Cates was on the phone. And he says, well, Trixie's back in the show. I, I guess I guess you're doing it. And, you know, come in and do it. I said, oh, fine, fine. <laughs> Wear your own clothes. <laughs> they didn't even <laughs> give me any clothes. And I wear my own blouses and skirts. I dug up a Friday Friday from somewhere, <laughs> and uh, so that's how that started. And that's not a good way to start because I had no agent representing me or anything. You know, I had just fallen into it, and 
they just give you the, the least amount that they could, and, and uh, that's the way it was. It, it got a little better, but because then in uh, 1952, CBS bought us uh, for 52 to 57, and uh, the, the, the parts were longer. You know, the honeymooners, the honeymooners got longer and longer. It wasn't just a very tiny thing that the Gleason did. It, it slowly became about the biggest skit that he did on his own show. And we were always part of the uh, Jackie Gleason show. We didn't become on our own as honeymooners until mm, about 54, 53, 54. Did you ever think 65 years later people would still be watching the shows? Oh, absolutely not. We had no idea. This came as a big surprise. <laughs> like you're part of American television history, the whole show, all, you know, all four of you. Yeah, I, I, that's what people tell me. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. What was it like working on the set? Was it easy? Was it hard? Was it just a job? Well, it was hard because Jackie wouldn't rehearse much. The, the scripts were sent to our apartments on Thursday night for a Saturday show. And we'd go in a Friday and uh, still didn't see Mr. Gleason, but the changes were there that he had made in that script. So we got our changes. And then we showed up at noon on Saturday, and, and that was it. Then finally we saw him, and finally we had a bit of a rehearsal, not not a lot. And then he would disappear into his dressing room, and we would all run up to Audrey's dressing room and run the words over and over so that we could get through that at 8 o'clock when that little light went on, and we knew we were live, and we had to do it. What's your greatest memory from the show? Oh, I don't know. There's so many memories, golly. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no one that's greatest. It's just happy to do all those shows and that, that people still love it and, and that I hear from people and there are fan clubs and, and, you know, all sorts of things. Now, speaking of that, my wife was at the Three West Club and she heard you uh, were speaking at the Lambs Club. Now, what, what is the Lambs Club? The Lambs Club is the oldest theatrical club in America. And... um We've been around for a long time. My late husband, who died, uh, oh gosh, 15, 20, I'm trying to think when he died, he was the shepherd of the lambs for the last 11 years of his life. Shepherd meaning president. Right. And um, so we we have another one. We've had several since then, and, and one now is called Mark Barron, and he works very hard to keep the club going because clubs are all faltering nowadays. People don't join clubs anymore. It's not a big thing. And young people don't seem to want to join clubs. They'd rather run to 8th Avenue in their blue jeans and, you know, drink in some bar rather than belong to a nice club. <laughs> but um, it, it's a great club, and, and uh, we've got a few new younger members, so hopefully we're not going to die off. What are the qualifications to be a member? Do you have to be in show business? Well, that helps, but if you just admire show business, you can get in if you have your you know, initiation fee, and, and uh, if you're a good person, you know, somebody submits you. It's not too difficult. Are you are you working on any projects right now? No, because I'm I'm not well anymore. You know, I'm 94, and, and it's damn broken hip. And, uh, it, my my in the same leg, uh, my knee is very bad. That should have been replaced long ago, but you can't do it now. No, no knee doctor wants to do me at 94. You know, I, I could die under the anesthetics. So it's just, it holds me back. The bad knee it infects the whole leg and, you know, my back. And, and uh, 
but I keep going. Do you watch the Honeymooners now? Do you watch the repeats? Sure, not every night, not always, because it's on here, uh, what, 11 or 11.30 in New York City on uh, Channel 11. And uh, I did. I think I did look last night, but I, and, and they have the marathon on what New Year's Eve or was it Christmas Eve? I don't know. They had them where they run all of the. They run all thirty nine. But there are more than thirty nine, you know. But those are called the classic thirty nine. Thanks for your contribution to TV history, and we really appreciate your, your sharing your thoughts today. And you know, anybody looking at the Lambs Club, where do they notify? It's the Three West Club, Three West Fifty First Street. Is that where they would get yeah, an, an three application? Yeah, Three West Fifty First. Uh huh. Yeah, they could get an application there at the main front desk, I believe, or go up to the fifth floor. We have the fifth floor, and uh, it's not always populated. But Friday nights it would be. They come come Friday night to the fifth floor. Say hello and, and, you know, find out more about it. Okay. One second. My wife, Beth, wanted to say a word. Hi. I'm I'm so sorry that I missed you at the Lambs Club. Um, Years ago, I sang with um, the Fred Waring Show. Oh, yeah. And he had also been the president of the Lambs Club. Yes, Yes, he'd been a shepherd, Uh Mm uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Well, he just, he he could catch us off guard when we were performing, too. (laughs) We didn't do a whole lot of rehearsing for something new. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, things came off better that way. They were fresh. They were fresh. Absolutely. Um, We and and they you just better not tell him you didn't feel good because you'd be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Our our tenor soloist one night said, oh, he couldn't go on because he had a stomach ache. And Mr. Waring says, oh, well, that's okay." And then he didn't let him sing for three weeks. Oh, my goodness. But I wish to goodness I had been there when you had been at the Lambs. So, but thank you so much for coming well, I, on the I show. Go. You know, I try to go every Friday, but it's too difficult. You know, I, I walk in a walker, and, and uh, so it's difficult. But uh, I try to go every Friday. You should stop by some Friday night and say hello to people. Well, I thought about, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm absolutely, I am absolutely going to do that. Thank you so much. I keep saying I'm going to, and I just never do. But I absolutely will. Look for Mark Barron. Mark Barron is the shepherd. He's a very nice guy, and and, uh, he'll show you around. You are a sweetheart. Thank you so very much. Joyce Randolph, the Honeymooners Trixie. Thank you for being on Connor's (laughs) Corner. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, dear. Whether you need help with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, living will, or protecting your assets from nursing home costs, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of your rights and interests. The professionals at Connors & Sullivan have been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 30 years. I'm Mike Connors. Come to our office for a free initial consultation. Talk with me or one of our experienced attorneys to see how we can help you protect your family, your assets, and your legacy. There is no one strategy that fits everyone, but the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is no planning at all. Call Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law today to schedule a free initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Midtown Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. We all know someone who's been touched by cancer. It's the second leading cause of death. 
and it took the life of my father, John Wayne. But even in his final days, he was thinking about helping others and publicly campaigning to raise awareness about cancer. His courage and grit inspired our family to do everything we could to fight the big C, as my dad called it. So we did something about it and founded the John Wayne Cancer Institute 35 years ago to advance life-saving research. Our discoveries are fundamentally changing the way cancer is treated around the world. Cures are within our reach, but we can't do it alone. I'm Patrick Wayne, and I'd be honored if you joined us in the fight against cancer. You can make a lasting legacy by helping to eradicate this deadly disease. Together, we can save lives. To learn more, visit jwcigiving.org. That's jwcigiving.org. Welcome to the Connors Corner segment of Ask the Lawyer. With me right now is Phil Robertson, Duck Dynasty. He's got a book out there. Phil, what's the name of your book and what's it about? It's The Theft of America's Soul and uh, the Evil One. It's the age-old struggle between good and evil. The book is basically a, a spiritual view of America and the rest of the world instead of a political one. I, I think we're in a a spiritual dilemma, and uh, we already are seeing the rumblings of <clears throat> Marxism. The rumblings of Marxism has started. Here's the greatest country on earth, and we're electing known Marxists. And you just start there, and you say, what in the world? They're jumping up and down and cheering as 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 they like you would do at a ball game, when they get the news in New York City that they can now kill their son or daughter, even when they're outside the womb and they're jumping up and down and cheering it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm sadly shaking my head, saying, "What in the world is going on here? The evil one." is stealing our soul one brick at a time. I think one of the parts about your book, it's not all only talking about is God dead, but is the devil alive? And I, I yeah. think a, a lot of people, I think, are forgetting all about the devil. I think so, too. George Washington, way back, by the way, in my book, I said no more than our founding fathers said. Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity— Religion and morality are indispensable supports. In vain would that man claim the tribute of patriotism who should labor to subvert these great pillars of human happiness, these firmest props of the duties of men and citizens. I'm basically saying no more than George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson. What they said was, if you lose your religion then you lose your morality, then you lose your virtue, and then your freedom is gone. All of these empires that have come before us, Connors, all of them, they rise and they rot and they fall, every one of them. And the same scenario plays it out, plays out over and over and over. We forget God, and he gives them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. And then here comes the 
the wickedness, evil, greed, depravity, murder, envy, strife, malice. That's Romans 1, verse 28 and following. And that's an explanation of what happened to the Roman Empire. They ruled the world. And you say, what happened to them? They collapsed under the weight of their sin. No one in America, if you notice, Connors, no one ever mentions the little word sin anymore. Well, that's when you know the evil one is on a roll. They don't even believe there is a God and there's no right, wrong, good, evil, sin. Instead of love, they replace it with hate. Instead of joy, they're downcast with a scowl on their face when they wake up in the morning. I looked at those girls, those politicians in front of Trump's uh, speech the other day, State of the Union, and they just were sitting there with this scowl on their face. The only time they got excited was when he kind of said, look, you, you girls have come a long way from you couldn't even vote 100 years ago, and now look at you. Well, they all started high-fiving then when it was about them and what they had accomplished, but it was a sad thing to watch. You know, as a lawyer, I think one of the things that's destroyed our society almost more than anything else is relativism. There's not the truth. There's not a lie. It's, it's all somewhere in between. It's all great. You know, you think about it. Who would have thought? I never thought I would see it. The courthouse is where you take people who murder others, uh, burglars or bank robbers or rapists. You take them down to the courthouse. <clears throat> Theft, burglary, murderers, disobedient children running and tearing up other people's stuff. They took the Ten Commandments, Gunners, out of the courthouse, and the courthouse is where you take people who violate the Ten Commandments. I mean, it's hanging above the Supreme Court's head, the, 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 the law given to, to Moses on Sinai. You would think children obeying their parents don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie. You would think we would cherish those things because, look, Connors, what if we kept them? <laughs> what if we kept them? Just look at what kind of society you would have if you had children who obeyed their parents. There was no murder rate at all. There were, we married, a man marries a woman, and they stayed that way. No immorality on the side. No burglaries. You didn't, wouldn't have to lock your truck. No bank robbers. Uh, there's no lying. Everybody's being truthful. They love each other, and they don't covet each other's stuff. Just think about it, Connors. If we just kept the first ten... <laughs> half of the ten on what a difference it'd make. If we just said, let's don't murder one another for a year, and let's don't steal from one another. Connors, can you imagine the impact that would have on any culture? They just quit murdering each other, and they quit stealing from one another. So I'm looking at it, and they're, they're looking at it like, you, you're talking to me? I'm like, this will work, dude. These, these statutes from God, they will work. So here we are. So I'm just trying to help out with this book. I love them, but boy, we are in a mess. Well, let me ask you this. You're speaking the truth, but yet you, you must have read, you know, a lot of the responses. People are ridiculing you for what you're saying. Listen, you know why? Go back 2,000 years. Here's the perfect God. It's been 2,019 years ago when God becomes flesh. The perfect God becomes a perfect human, Goddard. Look what they did to him. 
never made a mistake. I've investigated Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John at everything he said, and I'm looking at his lifestyle, and I'm thinking, I can find nothing wrong with Jesus Christ. Nothing. Look what they did to him. Therefore, someone 2,000 years later, like me, says, you ought to investigate him. He's mistake-free, turns around, gives his life, the sacrifice, blood, to get us out from under a code of law and put us under a code of grace where there's forgiveness, there's, there's provision for our sins. And on top of that, three days after, after they killed him, he showed us that there's life beyond the grave. I said, all I can tell you is it's the, the greatest eternal health care I've ever read about, and it is free. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm with Jesus all the way, my man. So when they badmouthed me, he said, look, blessed are you when they hate you, exclude you, insult you, and reject your name as evil. Leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. So I don't mind taking ridicule, insult, cursing. I just move to the next one, Connors. Move to the next one. You know, I'm involved in a lot of veterans groups, and right now we've got a lot of veterans are committing suicide. What do you think is the reason for that? Because once a person does not hear what I just elaborated, God became flesh, died on a cross to remove all of your sin, was buried in a tomb and raised from the dead, went back into heaven where he's there constantly mediating for his people, when they make a mistake in the future. That's not counted against them. So you're given uh, peace of mind while you're on earth. You know you're considered 100% holy because you're in the one who is 100% holy. Once you don't hear that and respond to it by faith, Connors, you have no hope. People who commit suicide, they have no hope beyond this life. They don't know that they have eternal health care. It's there for the taking. So they, they take their own life when they run out of hope, and they're doing this over and over and over and over. My own nephew hanged himself in his jail cell a few months back. He got on those opioids, and I tried my best to get him to zero in on the great hope that he have, has, an anchor for his soul, the Bible says, but I couldn't get him to turn. He took his own life, like you say, with a lot of the veterans and everything. It's just a its a sad thing to watch. When you lose hope, my man, it makes the heart sick, the Bible says. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So uh, it's a sad thing. But let me ask you this. how Let's say we're here in New York. It's very hard to have hope for the state of New York. You can't even believe what's going on. I just... I'm I'm looking at it from a distance, but I know what you're going through. I visited New York on this book tour the other day, this mass of humanity. Thomas Jefferson pretty well had it right. If we get all stacked on top of one another, like in the major cities in, in Europe, we'll become as corrupt as they are. That's what Thomas Jefferson said. Too many people packed into too small an area, and he predicted it wouldn't work out well. And he also said, I think as long as there's open lands that that our people can go to, I I think that they will be far more happier. So you look at me, Connors, I'm down here under a lock and key, and I'm down there in the middle of nowhere in the woods, 
And the only time I go out is when I go out to do what I did the other day, write a book or something, and I go out and meet the people. But then I'm back to my lair, and I live a, a, I mind my own business. I live a quiet life. I work hard with my hands, and I'm not dependent on anybody, Connors, not the government, not my neighbors. I am self-contained, independent. It gives you much more peace of mind if you roll that way. All right. I know we're running out of time. Thank you for the time you've given us. Phil Robertson, God bless you for what you're doing. I know he will. And, hey, you thank know, you, Connors. Good luck to the future. If you're up in New York, you come up and see us. I will. Thanks again to Phil Robertson, the name of the book, The Theft of America's Soul. You know, a lot of times at the end of the show, we, we start talking about social media. And also, we should spend more time uh, about email questions. Chris Cordani, what's our email address to ask a question on Ask the Lawyer? You can go askmikeconnors at gmail.com. That's askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Put your question in, send it over, and uh, we'll take a look at it. We will either ask it on this program or even have Kevin McCulloch ask the question to you live on his show. Okay, so getting further into to, to social media. YouTube, and I don't really understand this, but how is it, how, the Connors Corner interviews? They're on YouTube. What what interviews are there, and how do you access them? Our YouTube channel is called Ask the Lawyer Connors Corner Conversations. What we do is we take some of your best conversations with celebrities, historians, sports figures, singers, and we put them on our YouTube channel. A little slideshow for fun, too. In fact, if you missed the Anthony Scaramucci interview from last week, that's on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. You'll find out each video as we put it up. So here's what you do. Go to YouTube. Search for Ask the Lawyer Connor's Corner Conversations, or just Connor's Corner Conversations. You'll find the channel. It'll also say, Ask the Lawyer Connor's Corner Conversations. It'll have a picture of you. Click on that, and you'll find our videos. You can hear the uh, Fran Tarkenton video as we talked about uh, elder financial abuse. We even have the conversation with Roger McGrath, Dr. McGrath on Bass Reeves from a little while ago. I said the Mooch is on. You can even hear the uh, Jamie Farr interview, Burt Ward, Dion DeMucci. So we got two Mooches, Scaramucci and DeMucci. Ron Hunt's interviews are on there. Uh, the Roger Craig interview, Claude Jarman Jr., Hugh O'Brien, Burgess Owens interviews are on there. Mike, we have a lot of your uh, classics. And if you want to hear them again, check it out. It's on our YouTube channel all over the place. Connor's Corner Conversations. I'm just curious, how many interviews do we have on the YouTube? Too many for me to count right now, but a heck of a lot. More than 100? I wouldn't say more than 100, but we took uh, okay. a lot of your best. We're probably approaching that number. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, let me ask you something else. Facebook. Why should somebody like us on Facebook, and how do they do that if they want to like us on Facebook? There are a lot of reasons to like you on Facebook, Mike. Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors is the name of our Facebook page. You log on that click a like, you'll be able to find out on your own newsfeed what's going on with the show. You can find out who the next guests are going to be. You can find out where you can find our YouTube videos. Yes, we do that too. See, it all kind of works together in perfect synergy, Mike. In fact, you can also find out what's going on with the Connors and Sullivan Law Firm. When the next seminars are, we keep you up to date on all of that. And you're out and about and around the town. You meet some pretty cool people. We have pictures of that too. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of interesting things happening, and some very important information on the Ask the Lawyer Facebook page. Now, one of the things, you know, we were at CPAC a couple of weeks ago, and we were able to meet uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and he is a fascinating personality and, and a big guy. I didn't realize I had my picture taken with him, and he's towering over me, and I'm six foot tall. So, But th that's one of the f pictures that are up on, uh, on Facebook. And, of course, pretty soon we're going to have on our scheduled seminars. We're going to be doing seminars in 
Brooklyn in April, and then we're going to be doing seminars in Queens in May. So check on our website, and we'll have the dates of the seminars. Now, again, at the seminars, we talk about estate planning and elder law. Same thing as we always say. The idea behind estate planning is to pass assets from one generation to the next, paying the least amount in taxes, avoiding going through court, avoiding probate, and saving your house from nursing home bills. And we'll tell you how to do that. And, you know, one of the one of the big questions that always comes up is, what is the best way to transfer the house to my children? People make a lot of mistakes in this. Sometimes they do it right as far as avoiding probate, but they make a mistake as far as taxes. At Connors and Sullivan, we're trying to give you a plan, a comprehensive plan, where we save on taxes, we avoid probate, and save that house from nursing home bills. We're not going to save the house from nursing home bills and then cost you a couple hundred thousand dollars in taxes. That's not our job. Our job is to do it the right way. We can get the house to your kids tax-free. They don't pay any taxes. We avoid going through court avoiding probate and save that house from nursing home bills. And if you want to find out how to do that, you can go to our seminars or you can give us a call at Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. We do not charge for the first consultation. The initial consultation is free. So give us a call. You have nothing to lose. Again, thank you for listening to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors. We'll see you next week at the same time. We are gathered here on hallowed ground, voices raised, heads bowed down. We're gathered here on hallowed ground to sing this soul away. Ask the lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors and Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills and estate planning and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors and Sullivan's free seminars on Tuesday, April 9th at the Greenhouse Cafe, 7717 3rd Avenue in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. At Buckley's 2926 Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn on Wednesday, April 10th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And at the Montauk Club, 25. 8th Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn on Thursday, April 11th at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Just call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. The preceding pre-recorded program paid for by Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC.